Welcome everyone to the Sharpway Show. I'm so happy that you all came and joined me this evening. I am very lucky. I have found, I don't know, like a unicorn or something. I have found someone in New York City who is running for New York City District 1, a Democrat who actually isn't far left. I found him. Yes, I have the man himself, Sean Hayes. How are you? Hello. Very nice to be on. Thank you for 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 uh, having me on. And yes, I think I'm the only one running an actual dis district one that is not far loony left. That's what I like to actually call it, loony left. I thought you called it the Uber left. I say Uber left, but when I'm I'm on the actual air on programs like this, loony left just sounds much better. I think it does. <laughs> I'm with you. So the loony left, I love it. So for those of you who want more information on Sean, head to Sean Hayes for NYC. Dot com to see what he's talking about. And I want to start with the most, I guess, one that most people who are around the country would think about is you're somebody who you care about crime, but you don't want to defund the police, right? So you care about crime, you care about prison reform, you care about felons, but you don't want to defund the police. Tell me about that. Yeah, correct. I think though, um, if we if if we break our fundamental principles of each each party, and I think the parties have moved, the two major yeah. parties have moved to the farther right and farther left. If we yep. break this stuff that 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 is holding us up apart, I think most of us looking at any issue, it is a balance. Of course, some people should not be in jail. Sure, simple, and of course we should give an opportunity to people after they get out of jail to get off public aid, right? Yes. So this is the type of issues that I, I want to look at the issue, look at the, uh, the, the, the problem, shake it up and understand it. And I don't understand every issue. Of course, I'm going around talking to so many people, understanding more, growing more myself and figuring out how to solve problems. That's what yeah, I but fundamentally you're already do. solving though. No, 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 no. You're already solving though. Like you already are helping felons to get jobs. Uh, don't take this away from yourself. What, what drew me to you more than anything was I, my audience knows that my mother was a felon and that she struggled to get a job. And one of the reasons why I became an entrepreneur was so that I could make sure she was the boss and nobody could fire her, right? That was one reason why I did that. But you literally, you have people who have served time. You've given them jobs. You've you've put them on your campaign. Tell tell me about that. So I'll tell you that that's simple. It's just money. So that's only an actual step. And I'm hmm, actually okay. doing this. You know, you know what you know what happened here is I was overseas for 18 years. So I was overseas heading up. Uh, very large inter international law firm. I was also a faculty member. I, I taught law and I, I did a bunch of things. I was the head of an oil and oil and gas company. Uh, I was a dean at a, a university. I was interim general manager for a bunch of companies firing people. So I, I did all of this stuff. And I had a partner that actually died, law firm partner, Ooh. and it motivated me to come back home. And I came back home right during, I was coming back every three months, but I only saw it for one or two weeks. I came home and I said, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. I came changed. back last May. I came back last May. I was walking around the actual streets. The only people that you can talk to were the homeless people. And I talked to everyone and I talked to the homeless people. And the first conversation, I had these, these conversations with them. I said, I didn't understand these, these homeless shelters provide no opportunities. Yes. It's no just, opportunities. It's just, it's just a home and it's a home with, uh, with people that have drug addiction problems. It's a home with people that have mental illness problems, but it's also a home of some people that have a criminal record cannot find a job yes. and they're living in these uh, shelters and they have no hope. That's what motivated me. I just thought about this and says, what the hell is going on? And then I started thinking I was in politics years ago, 25 years ago. Right. And then I had people call me and they called me up. Why don't you run for mayor? Why, why don't you do something? Cause they, they always thought that's what I was going to do. And that's why I was motivated. So this, this is new to me. This, this but actual I, but I got I gotta pull you back though. I, I sorry, gotta sorry. pull you back here. And that's okay. I gotta pull you back. Sorry, sorry, you sorry. then had a choice. You <laughs> could have said at that point, you're right. 
we should have a government program to give these guys this, or we should put more money into housing the poor. And you didn't do that. What you said is, I want to give these guys some dignity. I want to give them a second chance. I want to use the the public sector and, and my networking to give these guys and gals an option. Please walk down that road. My audience yeah. wants to hear this story. Please tell this so, story. So this is what I did. I, I found someone on the train when I was visiting mom. So I was visiting my mom. It was a man that um, was in jail for eight years working at a car wash. And then I just thought from there, why don't we do something? What's the big deal? Actually, I can get a lot of people to hire someone like this, pay them less money than you would pay, and they're more motivated. So it's funny. I placed 16 people so far. It's small, right? But I placed 16 people. uh, Nine of them worked out. So I went to one of my friends that, that had two people that didn't work out. And he says, you know, I hire people. And if I get 30 to 35% of our hires working out, this is better. Sean, this is great. This is fantastic. Because the people are motivated. It's motivated. No, it's good. So it's motivated people. It's often people that are in their 40s. You know, they're a different person at this time. They got involved in the drug trade or they got involved in, you know, it's usually drugs. It's usually nonviolent crime. But I also have people that were involved in violent crime. I I have one person that's working with me every day who was in jail for 32 years. He gets out of jail. He gets $40 in a bus ticket and he and he goes to and he goes to the uh, shelter. I said, oh, my God, they're all drug addicts here. My God, he doesn't want to be in a shelter. Right. He's looking every day at actual apartments that he can get. He doesn't want to be on public aid, and he, but he doesn't have the tools right. to understand what he needs to do to succeed. And now there's a second group of people. Now, this is someone who's hungry. His name's Parrish. Um, very, very hungry. Very, very smart. You should probably have him on. I mean, he's really, really a very intellectual person. Very smart. Understand. He's never a victim. He believes he should have went to jail. He, he's not a victim of anything. And he doesn't know where to go. He doesn't know what to do. And mm. I can see progress every day. The second group is people that lost hope. I was yes. in that. So there, there's sometimes that losing hope leads to drugs. Yes. Self-destructive behavior. Health. That's right. Yep. So I met one person like that that was taking K2 when I was going around getting signatures. So he's taking K2. And I said, what's wrong? You know, I'm not a small guy. I'm not afraid to go into the projects. I used to play football. Mm-hmm. So I go in and I go in with a couple of guys from Harlem that I know, uh, friends of mine, pastor, one's a pastor from Harlem. And we we just talk to people that look like they're in trouble and try mm-hmm. to figure out, try to learn. It's actually selfish. I'm learning for myself. What's sure. the problem? What's yep. the, because I really want to solve those problems. Not necessarily that person's problem. Sometimes you just can't. Uh, right. But I had one person that says, you know, I was working at a good job. They found out that I had a criminal record and he got fired and he gave up. That was, that was exactly my mother gave up. That was, that's, that is the reason why I became an entrepreneur because my, my mother was a hostage. She couldn't say anything, do anything. And every day she was worried because she had to lie on the form or they wouldn't have hired her. Yeah, so, of course, he did the same thing. He lied on the form. He said yeah. he was not a felon. He lied. Because right. how else can you get a job unless you lie? The system makes you lie. Yeah. So Absolutely. And, and what I thought of is I could start it slow. I want to experiment with this, right? I don't want to spend government money that's wasted government money. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not the type of guy. I, I believe most... Most of the government, like a libertarian, most of the government, most of the trouble that we have should be funded by charities, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and we need to have accountability will come through charities face-to-face. I think who does a great job, Utah does a fantastic mm. job because of the church. They have food pantries and they and they have face-to-face. You know, they, they do a great job yep. with that. Um, it's a little harder when you're in a big city like this. So it's hard to compare Utah. It's a totally different case. But um, South Korea taught me something. They had this program where if you went to a training program, some of them were six-month programs, some were three-month programs, blah, blah, blah. So if you go to like a paralegal training program, which was six months, 
then you can hire someone from this training program. And if you hire that person from that training program, the you will pay uh, half of their salary for the first year. So I think of this as a reduction in tax, not just a giveaway. Because mm, people that are hiring, people that, that are hiring are paying a lot of money in tax. You know, yeah. corporate tax rate is not low. So it's it's a refund. It's a form of an actual refund. That's yeah. what I think. It's not a giveaway, but it encourages companies to hire these people that are coming out of these programs. Can we have these same type of programs for people coming out of jails, coming yes, out of, of prison, coming out of rehabs? And, yep. and, I, and that's what I thought was this Peace Corps for New York, an opportunity to, you know, it, it can be law firms. Hopefully we have programs for banks, also for the NGOs, you know, non nonprofits. Yep. Um, for no, for I, I love what you're saying. I remember I thought of the same concept in the past. And when I talked about the same idea, um, someone said, but then Larry, what happens if you have companies that just hire you for the two years and then get rid of them? And I was like, awesome. They're training my prison population. Thank you. I actually hope that people do that. I hope their job is to just rotate through prison population and train my people and give them a resume again. That would be awesome. And I, I'm with you. And I feel like what you're saying is the state or the city would be giving them public assistance anyway. That's right. So now at least they're paying them a salary. They're working for it and now able to wean themselves off of public assistance. That's how I see it. And it's helping companies too. Yeah. So we hired 13 people in our sole office, 13. And we would have never hired 13 that year. We were planning our first year, we were planning to hire nine. So we hired we 13 people. We hired more because we know even if they're not the efficient workers, they're, 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 they're not the caliber that we actually wanted. The cost was lower. And we had very, very few people wash out. Now, Korea was smart. People have, there's competition for these programs, right? Mm, so okay. if you get scored and, and you're, you're, you're not keeping people that seem to be good, you can be kicked out of the actual program. Ah, so, so if it's a cheesy company, the company has to be good too. Yeah, the they they, they they will actually do a background check. And if if you're just keeping people for the two years, one year, you know, you're gonna have a problem because you you need to give records every year of Got what it. that employee is doing. So um I think you can solve that. And there's a lot of fear. If you do have a proactive government, that could be something that can be weeded out and you you, okay. you know, we, we had to fire people. There was no ever, never an issue, but we never used any foul play and we were afraid to use foul play. Right. So let me grab a couple of comments. A lot of comments here. Jimmy Lee says, great guest, Larry. He won me over already. Ah, you have any money, please. Did, did, did you actually want the bank account number? If I actually won you over, please. I'm joking with you. I'm joking. I'm self-funding this. Don't send me any money. <laughs> so are you not actually looking to raise any cash? Is that true? Nothing. I, I can do this very frugally. I'm not taking matching funds. I think when we have a you know, no matching funds going up by 10%, you know, we, we have a budget going up by 10% each year. The matching yes. funds program is a scam. It's a complete scam to give money to your friends and family. That's it. And I don't have any go. friends and family, so I don't have I don't have that problem. I'm only kidding. <laughs> Easy day. I love it. I, I love it. Easy day. I I appreciate that. Good. So um, looks like Bridget says yes. Thank you. We need we we need people like you throughout the country. How do we find them everywhere? So you, wow, you're winning, that, Sean. You're doing That's, something right. It's, my, it's great. My, it's great. My people loving you. Andrew says, does he agree with everything Andrew Yang says with his policies and his con conduct? Is he willing to be bipartisan? in this city council. So I guess what Andrew's worried about is, do you, are, do you, you know, Andrew Yang's been a bit aggressive in what he's been saying. And I think what Andrew's asking is, are, are you prepared to be bipartisan? And New York City, as you know, has been very partisan. And the Republicans basically don't get any play at all in the city. Andrew's asking, are you prepared to be bipartisan? That's why I'm here. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm someone who wants to bridge that gap and, mm, and actually okay. lead through reason. 
I think we can talk to people of different viewpoints and actually come to answers that make sense. I don't think we it, it, it needs to be just right or left or black mm. and white. And also we can take things step by step. So Yang, I believe, and I'll always be, be frank, I'm going to be frank about him. I think he's just going to pander to anyone he thinks that would vote for him. So mm. I think Yang is the typical type politician. And that's exactly what I don't want. I don't want our actual government filled with politicians. When everyone says to me, I have a lot of people, oh, you're, you're, you're a politician now. You're answering, what? I, no, no, no. I'm not a politician. I, I don't want to be a they politician. Just, they just insulted you. No, you, you insulted me. I <laughs> yes. want to solve problems, right? I, I actually want to look at a problem. I want to shake things up. I want to understand that problem. I want to learn from other people. And from that, I want to come to answers to problems. And my website focuses on that. You know, mm -hmm. I don't believe I'm even always right right now. Sure. I'm still learning and I'm evolving with, with viewpoints. And I'm finding that, you know, other people, when I talk to them in this open way, they also gravitate. And it could be people on the right, the people on the left. Because I think fundamentally, if you're not so philosophical, if you're not so principled, you also want to solve problems. We all want to pay less tax. We want less people on, on public aid. We want more people in the workforce. We want safe streets. What most people don't care about is these tag phrases, fund the police, refund the police, or defund the police. Neither of them, it's, it's pandering to low information voters. That's all. And this pandering is hurting us. That, that's what I, I believe. Okay. Sorry, I can talk a lot. <laughs> no, don't worry. David says, I worked in a court system 10 years and the system keeps these people in the system and in poverty. Yeah, so there we go. I agree. You know, I've been I've been I, I've been practicing law for 20 years and and I was overseas for for, for 18 years and we had a pro we still have a pro bono team. So we actually um, help some soldiers overseas that have have problems and we we've also uh helped people getting out of jail in south korea and also also china for minor drug charges um and you know if you don't get that real person who cares with a helping hand people will go back to crime yep they will it, it's 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 as simple as that or they will muddle along and just take government money for the rest of their, yep. their lives and they'll stay poor so yep. I think the system itself is built behind supporting charities. So we have all these charities and these charity businesses. We always say nonprofit, and that's a bullshit word. Sorry to swear. I don't know if this is a no swear. You can. Zone. Don't worry. You can swear okay, all you want. I swear a lot. Uh, so, um, I, and I think what what they did is they 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 built this system that just wants to keep people homeless, wants yes. to keep them in the, uh, in the system, wants to keep them to rely on the system so the charity will flourish. And if you look at the line items on the budget, money going to this nonprofit and this, it's all nonsense um, yeah. type of um, social awareness type charities. They're educating people on the blue duck from blah, blah, blah. I'm joking, but you right. know, it's, it's all this type of nonsense. And, yes. and we have $50,000 going to so many of those in the in these line items. Think, them. I about see all the time. The, think about the homeless program that we have. We spent more money on homeless and we have more homeless. So that, why don't we works. have programs that reward companies for making people not homeless? That would so, be great. <laughs> I love that idea. Andrew says he just liked your campaign page. If he could vote for you, he would. Andrew's upstate, so he can't vote for you. But he says he would. Uh, so that's nice. So yes, invite um, me out to an actual meal. It's the same. I, I'm happy to go out to a meal. Invite me up there. We'll have dinner, lunch together. There that's we just go, as good. Andrew. Done. <laughs> Matt says if you pay your debt to society, that should be the end of your punishment. He says we need to stop punishing those that made mistakes and have tried to turn life around. Uh, all we are creating now is a vicious cycle where people are forced to make desperate decisions, and desperate decisions are usually poor decisions. Uh, that's a great statement, Matt. And if 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 you if you don't mind, I would like to steal that and put it on my on, on my blog. Is it possible? Thumbs Matt, up. Take it. Yes. <laughs> Matt's fine. Happy. Oh, good. Matt's happy. Matt, Matt's on the show often. He gets it. Absolutely. 100%. 
Uh, the Liberty Shamrock likes you, likes you. She says, what a dynamic guest, Larry. Thanks. Well, look at you. I You're love winning. the Irish. And, you know, it, it always happens with the Irish. The Irish always likes me. I also have Italian blood into me. So I, I also hope I can get some nice comments from someone from there we go. Well, Italy, Matt, uh, says, feel free. From Italy. There we go, Matt. Good. There we go. He, said, <laughs> he says, feel free. So I, I want to go to another piece, if I could. And that is your, um, your right coming up in now is ranked choice voting. Ranked choice voting in New York City is good for the primaries, which is going to be you coming up here in June. Um, do you have a view on this either way? Do you think it's going to help you, hurt you, not matter? Do you have a feeling on it? I, I have a feeling on it. Um, all I want to do is win. So I, I, of course. I think, you know, I think scoring second, um, scoring third or scoring fourth. And I, I don't know, I would like to see afterwards if it's going to change the outcome of any race and how it changed the outcome. Uh, we're not focusing on it at all. Okay. Uh, the, the, the way I'm focusing on it, we started late, but the, the, the way I'm focusing on it is I want to do a good job. I want to put out okay. good content and I want this to be a long-term thing. So uh, if I do put out good content, I, I go to things like this, I do this and the process is good. We do a good process. And if it doesn't end out of us winning, it doesn't end out with us winning. So that that's the way I'm actually looking at it. We don't want to play any games. We're not pandering. I produced, I believe we're the only candidate in the city that produced a newspaper. So we have version two of the actual newspaper that has substantive articles. Most candidates are very fearful of putting substantive articles out. Yes. People can criticize them. So yep. all they, they want to do is, is say, this is the best speech. You hear this all the time. I support affordable housing. I will fight for affordable housing. We all need to fight for affordable housing. When they say that, you know they have no plan for affordable housing. But right? you have a plan, though. And I want to talk about this. Your plan is similar to a guy a libertarian who I spoke to, believe it or not, in Kentucky. You have mm -hmm. a similar plan. And your plan is dealing with property tax in New York City. And you're saying if you are either a senior, disabled, or a veteran, and you make less than $70,000 a year, you should pay no property tax. Correct. And this would be, uh, you know, we, we, we have a a budget in this city. Hold that's going on. And up. you're a Democrat, right? I am. Yes, I am. I I'm, I I'm Blows in the, my mind. The, I'm in the mold of a John F. Kennedy, John F. Kennedy cut tax. Ah, okay. John mm -hmm. F. Kennedy was a problem solver. Uh, Eisenhower today may be a Democrat too, you know? Mm. So I, I, I think uh, the parties have changed. Um, and I think Trump, some of his policies are, our old school Democrat policies. And, and, um, so that's why you say loony left, right? You say oh, you're not loony left. So you're in this. So, so I'm sorry, I didn't mean to pull you off. I just, I'm surprised. Talk to me about this 70,000. Why $70,000? Uh, tell me about this program. $70,000 $70, or less. You don't pay property tax. $70,000 is arbitrary. And I think that this should be state by state, but you know, I, I think uh, okay. we, we, you know, so, this doesn't work in, in other states, 70,000. So uh, if you look at our GDP per capita, it's about $90,000. So I wanted to take off from that, that 90. And I also wanted to do for people that could not earn more money, couldn't take with people that do not have the opportunity to earn or earn more money. And we need to think about this more. Is this, I'm thinking about this for the city, not for the state. So, so you have some Got people from, yep. from the state, upstate, salaries maybe are actually lower. So we need to right. graduate it. So maybe it would be $50,000 upstate. So we, we would need to figure out what, what is about, I was figuring about 80% to 75% of the mean, right? Got it. Okay. And figuring out what the actual mean is, is difficult. So I came up with a random number. 70 is, seems okay. It, it's, it's well, not New York funny. city. I mean, you're talking Manhattan. That's not a lot of money in Manhattan. It's not a lot of money. It, it, it is. It absolutely not. I, I have a rent of a small one bedroom. I paid $3,500 for. Yep. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you can also see the the view of my office. We're in One World yes. Trade Center. If anyone for those wants don't know, to up, that is the Freedom Tower. For those of you who don't know, that's the Freedom Tower. That's the yes. Freedom Tower. That's right. Yes. So, no, oh. I, I, I love the idea, but you then added something which, again, surprised me. You were talking about, you know, we have some large, and people don't live in New York City don't know, but we have large universities 
in our in Manhattan. We have laws university. We have NYU. We have Columbia. And you're about, you know what? They're not paying taxes. Let them pay property tax instead. So, yeah, absolutely. And and I think the fair way to actually do it, and I, I put up an absolute for rich universities. And that was also, you know, in actuality, I would roll that back and say, when an actual university over a certain threshold, and we have to figure out what these large universities, profitable universities are, if they're in a business outside of education, such as the real estate business, yep. NYU is in the real estate business. Yes, They buy absolutely. a bunch of houses and they rent them to students and they make money. Yep. Don't even, the word nonprofit means that there's not profit for a shareholder, but there's right. a lot of profits for stakeholders. There's a yep. lot of stakeholders. So why would, why would I need to compete against someone who does not pay property tax? Most people don't even, even know this. And then this, the second one, first is the why. And the second is even, it, it's so obvious. How can I compete? That's why people mm. just don't do it. You can't. Right. If you have an actual university in your area and you know they are going to put up large dorms, you better start selling because you're yeah. out of business. You're right. out of business. So, and there, there's also a bunch of charities. What they do is they they take their excess earnings, their profit that's not deemed profit, and these excess earnings, and they buy property with it and they sit on it. They squat yeah. on that property. They hold it for 20, 30 years, sell it in 20, 30 years. And it's there's nothing on it. There's nothing on it. And yep. it's it's causing problems for everyone else. The problems for everyone else is when we have land that can be built on, we should build on that land. We should be yep. utilizing it. Obviously, upstate is a totally different issue. You have a lot more land. Right. We have nothing here. We have no right. land. So people are fighting for, over. For those of you who don't know, his district, Sean's district, is the, the, the absolute tip of Manhattan downtown, right? It's all That's the right. way downtown. And that that's is, right. as you might know, that's like the original city. That's like where the financial district is. You can see the Freedom Tower behind him. It is very crowded down there. Very crowded. Um, and it's it's so, you know, if you go to the, the, the real old area, the, the roads are so small. They're actually made for horse and, 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 and actual carriages. They close some of them now because the big cars yeah. can barely fit through them. That's how right. small like Wall Street is. Um, so, you know, I, I think we need to think of, creative ways like this to offset programs. I don't want taxes to go up, right? Taxes need to go down. We need to lower taxes. People like me in the city, 5% of the taxpayers pay 65% of the income tax. 65 Is it that big? Oh my 60, God, I have no idea. 63, I'm actually lying. Sorry, it's 63, but 5% pay 63. So 63, okay. it's, it's, and, and that's, these are the people like me are the ones that are leaving. We start to look. My effective yep. tax rate in the city is 12%. Effective tax rate. Effective. Just think about that. You make $100,000, $12,000 go to the uh, the city. And what do I get for it? So that's what we ask, mm -hmm. right? What do we get for it? Every year since the mayor we have in, we're getting less. And if you're a company and you're producing a product, you're charging someone so for a product. Hold on, make sure I got this right. Hold worse, on, one second. Please. You just said $100,000, $12,000 goes just to the city? That's right. The effective tax rate. Wow. So that's your that, that's your effective tax rate is about 12% in so the So that doesn't uh, count state. That doesn't count federal. That's just to the city. No, oh, I'm sorry. It's to the state and city. Okay, good. I'll make sure. And, and I, and I was city. like, wow. Oh, okay. 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 Good. There we go. I feel a little bit better now. Yeah, you gave me a little bit. I was like, don't say huh. good. Twelve percent, Florida. How much do you pay? I don't know. None. Zero. <laughs> yeah. None. So, yes. Just think yes. about that. None. So Absolutely. That's the competition. If I if I was if I had an an iPhone and the iPhone charges me more money than the Android, and the Android is as good or better. What are you going to do? Now we even yeah. have a bigger problem. I have loyalty to the city. I'm from here. You know, I, I'm not going. Anywhere. I know. I'm with you. you. Know? I feel the same thing. I, I live. I feel the same way you do. I, I People say, why do you stay there, Larry? And I'm like, because I'm a city. I'm born in Manhattan. What do you mean do? Right? So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I have that same loyalty. But you're right. There's a point at which we say, you know what? It's too much. That's right.
That's right. Too much. And I think I have so many friends. This pan pandemic um, threw the lid off everything. I thought I was going to yeah. be back in in uh, South Korea by now. Right. So I, I didn't plan to stay this long. I got trapped and now I'm not leaving. I can still manage my actual business in South Korea from here. I, I've learned new things, how to manage it. I've delegated sure. more. I'm doing so. So the whole mindset changed. Um, my building, One World Trade Center, uh, the front guard on the north side says about 40 to 50 people enter each day. You got over a 100 story building. So wow. how many people will come back? Now, if they don't need to come back to 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 work, will they still live in the city? This is a huge risk. So we need to make this yes. city competitive. We need to make it safe. We need to make yep. it clean. We need to make the schools good. We need to create a great product. If we don't create a great product, people will leave. It's as simple as that. Same as I'm the iPhone. You. Yes. So Joe says, he goes, this is why a bunch of people are bailing on the city. Everyone can do the stock exchange now, telecom. Yeah, it's it's an issue, right? Yeah. Joe, who is from Florida, says Florida has zero income tax, 6% six percent state sales tax. Some local governments have a 0.5 to 2% sales tax. We have property tax and gas tax. He's just letting you know what's going on in Florida. Mm -hmm. So, um, and let me grab one more if I can. Uh, let's see here. Bridget says... Great plan. I want to move across the board to New York, but it won't be there in time for it. She won't be there in time for the election. Me <laughs> I out love to dinner. There we go. See, that's <laughs> the issue. So, I mean, one of your big issues, are you, you have three, if I, if I remember right, right? It is, you know, safety matters, education matters, and business opportunity matters, but you link them all together. You think they're not separate, right? You think that they're all together. Yeah, I, I think everyone wants to do well in in life. Everyone wants to live a happy life. Everyone wants to succeed. Everyone wants to make money. Everyone wants to give the charity. Every so I think the basics that everyone wants is it's all the same, and it comes with getting yourself. I was I was brought up lower middle class, right? Mm -hmm. My father told me my uh, father has no high school education. He went to school to the sixth grade. My father told me, Sean, you know what? What a great job for you, garbage man. I always tease him about this. You know, I, I see, you know, garbage man. He, and I, you know, he said, because it's a great, great union job. It's not union anymore. It used to be a city job and it's not anymore. Right. So it used to be a great job. So, you know, if, if, if I did not go to the high school I went to, which made me a competitive person, I went to a Catholic high school and it made me competitive up until that point. I wasn't competitive because the system didn't breed competitiveness. So mm. I think if, if we can really breed in people competitive, show them the path and people like my father would not be able to give me the tools that I needed to succeed. Education did it. Education it. is so important. But, but you know, we, we I, I want to go. I want to walk down on the road, though, here. Right. You you've you've moved from lower middle class to being a successful business owner, law firm worked in colleges, but you still, and this is the odd part. And I'm saying this in a positive way. I'm just saying it's odd though. You don't have a problem talking to gang members. Like you're no, totally fine with that. No, they're, they're blue collar people. They're people like us. You know, I, I'm yeah. not a, I'm not a, I, I have a hard time talking to the limousine liberals. I handle papers on the, uh, on the uh, street, right? This is always the funniest thing. Uh, a black person, nine out of 10 will take the uh, paper, nine out of 10. The only ones that will refuse, usually people walking very, very fast and they're young. So mm. I think white people in my area, Battery Park City, tri tri Tribeca area, I would say it's about one out of 15. And some of them yell at me and curse at me and everything. It's the, that, you know, blue collar people generally are you know and, and spanish speakers too they're 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 very hospitable so i don't mm. speak oh take anyways you know so that blue collar men mentality Got is it. what i gravitate to so i go to church in harlem i'm the mm -hmm. only white person in the church and in the whole neighborhood and i love it because it's blue collar people i don't see the blue collar people near me so got it you well know, you're in and, a financial district you're in battery park it, yeah that's right tribeca right exactly yes i'm only here yeah. because it's close to my office but 
you know, it's also good for the schools and, and there, there's other issues. And but let I, me go to the other part that, that I think is important. When, when you saw what was happening in your neighborhood when it came to the COVID lockdowns, the, the damage and the issues, you went to a group called the Black Spades and you tried to make something happen there, which I think is, is very unique. Tell me about that. So the Black Spades uh, is, is an old New York gang. So Pastor Jack is, is a very good friend of mine, has a wonderful church. If any of you guys want to go, I'll actually post on my blog to, to come. It's really a great experience, and we're doing great things at the church, motivating young people to actually read. That, that's my biggest thing. So mm -hmm. I actually give them one book a week, and then they, then they need to write a little little note to me, a, a summary. It's, it's comic books, and write a sure. summary of, uh, of what it is, and then I will actually give them one more book. And I also got two people from the uh, church that – listened to my speech at church about opening a, a business and they they've asked for advice on opening a business. One nice. is applying for an SBA loan. And he came up, I said, if you got $10,000, I can get you an SBA loan. If you got a business plan, uh, he said, who do I got to pay for a business plan? I said, I'm not going to help you. If you pay someone for a business plan, you got to make your own damn business plan. So he's doing that right, right now. Yep. Uh, and we, we have, we have the business plan about 80% done. I'm just mentoring them on how to do that. And the Black Spades came from that. So that the head of this Black Spades group, he was a gang member. He was in jail. It, you know, most of the people in, in my church were in jail. And um, they're doing great things with targeting people that were um, in jail, just got mm -hmm. out of jail, and are back into selling. So these, these are called street boys, corner boys, right? So they go mm -hmm. up to them and say, what's the problem? You know, why are you doing this? Do you, you know, do, mm -hmm. do you need an opportunity? Do you need a home? What, what's the thing? So the dynamic changes when I do it, because sometimes when black to black, you have more animosity. There's sometimes. more, you know, so, so I go up to everyone. They're, they're so surprised that I'm, I'm not a police officer. And, you know, I talk to people. That's the what, exactly. The I'm telling really you, they look at you and they're like, are you a cop? And you're <laughs> like, no. And they're like, okay, I think I can trust this white guy now. He's not a cop. I think and I can. Yes. I, I've never experienced any issues of racism or any type of problem. Just people are puzzled why I would be talking right. to you. I'm talking as an equal, asking questions, asking what's going on, what's the problem, what's, you know, and, and it's fun. It's it's not me giving back. I'm it, This is selfish. I'll tell you. I'm so blessed by this. I feel I'm 47 now. I, I I'm. I'm stable. I, you know, my, my life's good and I can do something that I, I really love. I want to see people. I want to see people going from a bad life to a great life. Yes, and I see absolutely. it happening and I can see the welfare system in of itself is breeding some of that. Yep. And they, we have four generations of people living in public housing. And when I talk to a lot of the people in the public housing, they believe that they even have a asset value in their public housing because they mm. lived in it so long. And some people are saying, if you want to get me out, you should pay me $800,000 for the public housing that they're paying two, $300 for. So that's how bad it got. When you even right. hear this, it, you know, for the average person not living in public housing for four, four generations, it sounds absurd. But when you right. start thinking of what happened to them, their right. only hope is more from the government. What right. can I get? And, and often talk about we need to have understandings of what resources are available. So I change it and say resources are opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. Why is the act, actual restaurant next door owned by Koreans? I was in Korean a long time. I love to go into one of them because I can talk Korean to them. But, you know, why? They came here with no money, right? We can do it too, right? No, we I'm with you. Absolutely. We can do it too. And it's working. The motivating language is working. The access like showing them SBA is working. That's why I'm doing it. And I, it's I love exciting it. exciting for me. It's exciting. Gene says, asking questions shows that you actually care. Look at that. Thank That's you. awesome. I love that. But I, I want to now move, if I could, to, you know, there is a, a lot of people who are worried about Rikers Island, right? Some people want to shut it down. Some people don't want to shut it down. Some people want to build a local jail. Some people don't. And it seems like a very tough spot for me personally, right? Like, of course, 
it, it's a it's a it's the vote most violent jail in the country. So of course we want to do something. But I'm I'm going to tell you know this already, Sean. So I'm, I but I'd let the other people who aren't in New York City kind of get this so they can just hear where where it is. There are people who are saying you got to shut it down because it's cruel and terrible, and you should and you should build local prisons in every borough so that people can go visit their loved ones, which seems to make sense, obviously. But there's the other side of that, which is, do you want jails in your local area and not in my backyard, NIMBY? And what's the plan? Who's going to pay for it? And some people think they just want to get rid of that that area so they can put wealthy people there and make it like condos and expensive housing. So there's a lot of stuff around it. It's not so obvious. Sean, do you have a view on this? complex piece at all? I do. And, and I have a, a, a mixed view on this. Now, I I believe that we need to have jails that, mm-hmm. you know, a jail versus a penitentiary, like a jail sure. is going to be a place. Maybe you'll stay one year, one year and a half. That's often for. So still, if people do get out at that one year mark, one year and a half mark, they're in jail for one year, one year and a half. Rikers Island doesn't have many programs and the facilities that they have are overcrowded and don't give programs. So that's my biggest concern about Mm -hmm. Rikers Island. So I was asked, should it close? Should it not close? Now, in the form that it is, it needs to close. It's not helping people rehabilitate. Now, you don't necessarily need to close it to fix it up. You can also Mm, gradually rebuild it. So I don't know what, what the proper answer is, but the answer is definitely the way it is, it's flawed. We have people yes. that are just being warehoused, right? Yep. And that's wrong. Now, community jails, I don't believe in either. Because you know what mm-hmm. the problem with, with, with these are? The fundamental purpose of closing Rikers Island and always focus on the true reason to why they do it. They want to reduce the jailed population. In reality, a lot of these people should be in jail and we're having less people in jail. So I'm tough on crime. I believe, you know, if you do sell judge, you should go to jail. You shouldn't be going for 15 years like the old, 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 old Rockefeller laws, but you should be serving time. Right. But we should be serving time in um, programs that will teach you basic business skills, basic management skills, basic life skills, teach you hard work, responsibility, not warehouse you. That's why I'm not for that jail. Rikers Island. So you actually want rehabilitation, not just punishment. No, absolutely. And it's a selfish reason. I want people to get out of jail, never go back to jail, never sell drugs again, never do crime and pay taxes. Right. And I think if, and it's not true. I, I also feel bad for people getting out of jail like this, but if we talk about it to the far right, some people think, oh, independence, independence. It's true. We should succeed on our own. But how about when we don't? So how do we save the most amount of money? It's through getting people on the right path. It's ultimately showing hope and showing the path to hope. That's Mm. all it is. That's what I think. Showing the path to hope. Now I'm stealing your stuff now. See, there we go. I like that. I'm stealing your stuff now. I like that. Showing the path to hope. That's good. I like that. Matt says, Sean seems like a really good guy. I really feel his connection to real charity not the not-for-profit machine. Oh, okay. There That's we go. That's a good way to put it, not-for-profit machine. I'm going to steal that one, Matt. There we go. Bridget well, says, actually, you're right. Why do we punish the loved ones too? So she's worried about that piece. Yes. Uh, she says, point. you're a great guy in a messed up world. I hope you make it. You should run for president in 2024. Don't punish him, Bridget. Don't, no, don't punish him. Look at my hair now. Look how much gray <laughs> I have now. <laughs> don't punish him. Oh, my God. Yes, uh, 100%. So, all right. So I I love the stuff you're talking about. When I looked at some of the people you're working, I guess your 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 competitors in this race, the other people who are running, most of them really didn't have they don't really have policies. I mean, some do. One of them is talking about something which you agree with, which is the idea of super blocks. Okay. Tell me, I mean, most people who are not in New York City don't really understand super blocks or, or aren't in larger cities. Tell me how you feel or what you think would work either downtown or the entire city when it comes to the idea of super blocks. So the super block concept um, is also a spinoff. I think what we first need to think about is New York needs zones. 
Mm, okay. Different things, right? We're, we're talking about, and I'm talking about New York City. When, when, I, when I say the city, I mean Manhattan. Okay. Yes. So mm. we're, we're, we're talking about 1.7 million people, something like that, living on a small island that I can walk to all the way north in one day. And most I've people don't know that Manhattan is actually by size the smallest of all our counties. <laughs> yes, it's the Manhattan is the smallest of every single county in New York State and has 1.7 million people in it. So it's literally the third largest by population and the smallest in size. And we we have uh, homes that are very small. So mm-hmm. I, I'm in a, so you, you, you can't like upstate, you, you have a beautiful backyard, you have a swimming pool, you have all of this stuff. We can't have that. So yeah. we need open space, right? We, we need areas. So zoning laws is something that I don't feel so comfortable with, but we need to have them, right? So it's Manhattan, you know, so I, I think what we, what we need to do is we need to have certain areas for certain things, right? So we, we need to have certain streets, that maybe are closed at a, a certain time for mm-hmm. restaurants and stuff. And that's what we have now. It is going to cause traffic problems and it's, it's going to cause problems for Uber drivers and stuff. But uh, you know, that quality of life issue is such a big thing. Secondly, I think we, we also need to have uh, places where we can promote jobs mm-hmm. and we can promote opportunities so I like to call these more of an opportunity zone, right? Okay. So these opportunity zones, and I think we we need to do something with startup companies and in certain areas where we can give people access to, to lower rents and mentorship programs and stuff like that, like other countries do. Korea does that. Um, this city has a program, but it's run by... Uh, Sorry to say, nitwits. I've already gone there. It's 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 run by people that can't even clean their own office, and you yeah. expect them to teach other people to actually run businesses. So I'm not even joking around. If you actually go to, it's a mess. It's a complete. It's an embarrassment. Um, so that's what I think with 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 all of these ideas, and these are all zoning type issues. Or so you're saying you kind of want to make it to where one area. That people know, okay, this is the area where you can have almost like a neighborhood, right? These zones, right. these, these these super blocks can become actual neighborhoods to give some sense of community to what is often seen as a a city, a lonely city. It can actually right. be almost like a community. So so you'll actually find people in let, let's say Battery Park City would be a place where you would have young families, right? Young families yep. would gravitate to here. And they're also very close to the financial district. And then you would, you would have other people that would have younger people, a startup men- mentality mm-hmm. and, and try to grow. And I, you know, the, the concept of having government grow, that is something that I don't feel great about, but you, 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 you can encourage through sure. taxation policies, opportunity zones and, and, and zones for R and zones for that, you know, gravitate to more hotels for the uh, tourists. And, you know, that's, that's my idea of these opportunity zones. Um, And some of building has no plan. Like we, we we're we're going to rezone areas near here and it doesn't seem to have a plan other than giving government property to a development Mm. company because the city's broke. So they need money. And let the developments go. So, you know, I can understand that if they buy property, you should be able to basically build what you want on it. But we we need to have zoning laws that don't just hand that over. And now we're stuck with it. We're actually right. stuck. How do we take it back? We don't have money to even take it back and build something that's more holistic, more for everyone. But I also do not want to strip rights from people that own land. It's also wrong. Sure. too. So right. this is what the actual city is doing now is selling land to people. And then letting them fight with with in court for years to be able to actually build. And then only the, the big wealthy developers can ever That's win. The only those ones that can do it. That's right. It's the only one that can win. win. Absolutely. It doesn't give an opportunity for the average person. That's right. So we've talked about um we've talked about um um education. I mean business, I should say, safety in prisons. We haven't talked much about education though. And you you know. You think education is critical. You've mentioned it more than once. Tell me how you would try to, I mean, New York City is the biggest, right? Edu- it's the biggest school system in the world. 
Um, we've got like a million students in our in our in our system K through twelve. It's crazy. We got so many college universities here. I mean, how do you how do you even start to to fix that? Yeah, it's 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 a mess. Our our um, system's an absolute mess. Let's take a look at Stuyvesant High School. So maybe some people haven't heard of Stuyvesant High School. Stuyvesant High School is thought of as the best high school here. It breeds a lot of. Uh, a journalist, it breeds politicians, it breeds. Um, also, there was a study on Stevenson High School uh, that they studied people that nearly got into Stevenson High School and the ones that got into Stevenson High School and wanted to see if the, the ones that nearly got in fared worse than the ones that actually got in. The answer is no, they don't. They get into the same schools. There's really no difference. But Stevenson gives you access to a mm. lot of people that are wealthy, right? Sure. So sure. there's a fight going on on now of uh, Stevenson High School. The entrance test in of itself is racist, right? Mm -hmm. It's racist because very few black people uh, have the opportunity pass this test, get this minimum score to get, you know, it's not a minimum score. It's all scale. Right. So, yep. I, I, and I feel for that. And I think in actuality, and a bunch of Asian kids get in, right? Wasn't that an issue? A lot of Asian kids Asian here. Asian kids get in, black kids don't get in. Yep. That's right. And there's a lot of Asian kids getting in that are not even from the United States. They'll go back to China, actually Chinese kids. There's a lot living in my building. I don't know what we can do about this, but it, it, it is an issue too that, uh, we, we have people that are using New York for the free education. Uh, however, we're also bringing in a lot of people into the apartment complexes and buying food and stuff that are spending a lot of money here, too. So sure, it's absolutely. not just kick out the Asian kids. It's not that simple. So the, the problem I see with, with education, this city used to have good sports programs, rice high school. Remember that? They used to have a good football program. They used to have a good basketball program and a, uh, and a good track program. Our Almost non-existent now. Non-existent. Stevenson yep. High School has no no athletes. It's all people with yep. big glasses, big, thick glasses. I'm only joking. If you but, want to be an athlete, you got to go to the suburbs. That's right. So yep. why can't we change this, the entrance process, like South Korea did, where South Korea said the economic oppor opportunities are not equal. If you're from Seoul, you're going to have an easier time getting into Seoul University. Seoul University is the top university. I got my PhD from there. Um, so I went to Seoul University. I'm very proud of that. Um, but um, people from outside of Seoul were not getting in, especially from the really, really rural areas. So they they opened up 10%. You got to have the minimum score on your entrance test, but you're able to actually get in 10%. Now, I'm not saying we should have a quota of people getting into it. But what we should do is, I think, open up 20% to people with special skills, athletic skills, mm. art skills. A school needs a tuba player, you, a guy that plays the uh, the uh, tuba. Open it up to more diverse people, focus on sports, get more people involved in a diverse education and not just people studying. Because what we actually find, great leaders, and that's what we need these days. Yes. AI, AI is, is a huge issue. A lot of these technical skills and, and nerd jobs, as I like to call them, are going to be gone, and we need leaders. My you show yesterday was literally an hour on that. I literally spoke about oh, leadership really? and the future of work. It, I spoke at a high Columbia uh, Prep High School I spoke at a couple years ago, and then Nazareth College. It was back-to-back -back oh, exactly wow. on that. What you just said, that's yesterday's show. Perfect so timing. the best way to 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 form leadership skills is through competition in sports. So we don't have a sports program anymore. There's no there's no honor in in losing. There's no honor in the fight. There's no no honor in that competition anymore. It's just getting great scores so you can get into this great school. Right. And and in actuality, success doesn't come from just coming from that great school. Absolutely. So many people graduating from Yale University are unemployed or failures in life. I got to tell you, style of education. I used to, I taught class at Yale and at Columbia's B school, both of them. And I tell people all the time about half the people I taught, I would never hire. <laughs> I was telling you, I wouldn't hire them. It's crazy. But and yeah. the business schools are much better. If you go to some of these programs, the business school tends to be a better student, a more, yeah. you know, 
So that's out of the business school. <laughs> absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Gene says, this guy's making sense right about now. Oh, you got a fan. I love it. That's awesome. You got a fan. That's very good. So I'm, I'm glad that you're thinking about, you know, making those changes. I guess the last question I would ask you is, you know, you're going to be one of what, 51? Is that right? How many? That's right, 51. 51, right? 51. You're going to be one of 51, right? You win this thing, you're one of 51. They're going to be what, maybe four or five Republicans. The rest going to be Democrats, right? In that, in give or take, depending upon how this shakes out in that area. How does a guy like you make impact? I mean, you're you're thinking differently than almost everyone else there. Um, how do you make impact? It's not as bad as you actually think. So okay. I think the the there's a lot of Democrats like me. A lot. Um, okay, I like they, to hear that because I tell people that. Right, I'm in a city, and I, my friends, a lot of my friends who are Democrats, a lot of them are not loony left Democrats. That's right. That's right. They're not. The loony left Democrats are super loud. They are really loud. But I still think there's a lot of Democrats who are really just more mainstream people. That's right. So um, I, I think the the answer to this is, and we do have them, and I'm building an actual network of of many people in this in this camp. And what we want to do is we want to build a a, a party or or a group that is a centrist group. Mm, okay. And I have this concept of, of what a centrist is. And we can believe on different, we can have differences, but we're people that want, want to focus on what's the issue, understand the issue, dig into it, get our hands dirty, pull our sleeves up, and try to find answers to problems. So I think there's a lot of people like that. Um, the issue is Republicans need to change to in, in the city. I'm only in city, saying yes. in the in the city. We only and that's have a different three. animal. New York City it's Republicans a are a different, different animal. animal. Yeah. So it, in in my district, I believe it was eight percent um, vote went to the Republican candidate in the city council last time. So what we need to do is we need to get Republicans, Independents, and moderate Democrats to actually vote in primaries. The primaries mm -hmm. on June twenty second. Vote in it, and if you're embarrassed to register as a Democrat. Do it for the election, and right afterwards, you can go change. It's easy. It's all online. So if you want to affect change, you need to vote in most districts in the Democratic primary. If you're I not, know. you have a wasted vote. And I'm sorry to say this. Principle also does matter. Um, and I was very proud when you got that 100,000 vote and and the jackass governor that we had now says you need to have, I believe it's 200,000, but, but that shows something. It, it, and I think your purpose for that was knowing that a Republican wouldn't win and libertarians do have philosophies and you wanted to push those philosophies. Maybe you were really not wanting to do it or knew you were not going to do it from the inside. You're going to do it from the outside. You're going to affect policy that way. No, no. I, I, I say what you've said before in the past, and some people don't believe me. I'm glad you're saying it. I've said that New York City is over 70% Democrat. And the, our governor literally said, if you remember, Cuomo said, we're going to pick a new mayor in June. Yeah. Our election is in November. So even he's admitting that whoever right. wins the Democratic primary is probably going to be the mayor because the Democratic primary is now, sadly, New York City. That's the election. The election in New York City happens in June. It's a Democratic primary because that's the person that's right. who's going to win. That's right. So you so you, you have options here. Secondly, if I do win, I will fight every day. I do everything that I do. I need to do it well. There we so go. I will, and I will also pander to certain groups that I need to pander to, to get programs passed. I, I will do it. I will shake things up, but, but I, I will also deal with both sides, with mm. every side. I'm willing to do that. And I think that's, that's what we need to, to, to focus on. Can we make incremental changes? Maybe not the best that we have at, at the actual, actual beginning. If I can get some programs to help people getting out of jail, to get off welfare, and to get good jobs, that in of itself would be something useful for the uh, city. And if I push certain issues like lowering property taxes are also going to low rental. And what we do through that is it's not, a, it's, it's not 
actual town revenue will go down. We need to punish these schools for getting outside of their actual core. And we can have offsets of, of taxes that way. So that's why I, I, if you see that the policies, I often have a balance there. And okay. it's a way to attract multiple people to something that, that, that could be beneficial. And I hope we all can think more like that. Things are not absolute and incremental changes can be good changes. So I, I know I cannot drastically change the actual system in the term. But I know if I get the opportunity, I will fight to make positive changes. And I believe strongly I can get people to vote for those positive changes. So I like it. All right. That's that's great. I appreciate it. Look, I I, I want to thank everybody for giving me this evening. Is there anything I missed that we did that we should have talked about that we didn't talk about before we wrap this up? Or are we good? I, I think we should spend one more hour and we we could talk about everything else and and we could we could probably go on tomorrow too and the next day and then we could finish it. This was great. I'm only joking <laughs> with you, but this was absolutely great. I'm so I'm so proud to be on your show. I followed you for years and I was so proud when you got that hundred thousand votes. And this is thank a real you, honor and I'm a fan. So thank you so I, much. I appreciate that uh, completely. Guys, if you like what we're doing, as always, please like, comment, and share. We, we love that you would do that. Check out Sean at SeanHayes4NYC.com to see what he's doing. If you want to help me out, there are two things you can do to help me out. One of them is you can take the civil protest and civil disobedience survey, which is the advocates.org. Take that survey. They're my sponsor, the Advocates for Self-Government are my sponsor. Take that, finish that, and when you're done with it, share it and now they're happy everybody's happy and of course you can always help me out head over to patreon.com slash sharpway throw me 10 or 25 bucks if you can so i can keep doing this show again and again again i have a team that helps take care of this puts this stuff up takes care of our uh, tiktok account takes care of all our stuff that costs cash of course it does if you want to uh, help me out you could always do that um i want to say thank you so much sean for being here everybody else thank you so much for watching I will uh, tomorrow night. Um, I will have another. I will have a not a guest. I'm sorry. I'm taking your questions tomorrow night, and then Friday night, I have a foreign uh, policy debate with Destiny. I will see you all 